Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. Welcome back. Last week I came to you from underneath a blanket because I was recording in someone else's home. Today I'm back in my studio, feeling a little more normal, but I gotta say it was kind of fun just being able to record on the fly and not stress too much about all the external noises of the house and the potential dog barking. Thankfully, none of that happened, but here I am today to bring you pastoral thanatology. Let's get started. We've covered several topics already, and this one I feel is a little more important in regard to how pastoral care is so beneficial to the dying person, but also the family members of the dying person, and really anyone who is bereaved or in grief. Someone who has expertise in pastoral thanatology really brings benefit to the dying and the bereaved, as I mentioned, and people who would practice this field include chaplains, pastors, counselors, lay pastors, caregivers, hospice, and palliative caregivers. I've mentioned to you in the past that I consider myself a lay thanatologist. Truth be told, I haven't studied a lot as far as the physical changes the body goes through. I have sat with people and watched them die. I have watched their bodies transition into their last breath and their last heartbeat. That doesn't make me an expert by any stretch of the imagination. I have been in grief myself. I have had loss. I have sat with others who have suffered loss. I have been with people of different faith, I've been with people who have no faith. Again, that does not make me an expert. It doesn't even get me close to being able to pursue any sort of certification in thanatology and certainly not pastoral thanatology. However, I still believe I have something to offer people because of that life experience that I've had and the study that I'm doing as a part of this podcast It gives me a little bit of insight, maybe. And as long as I can approach somebody with this desire to bring comfort and peace, and I stay within that realm, I think that's that's where I feel the most helpful to someone. This sense of empathy and compassion. Because while I don't have a certification, I absolutely have experienced grief, loss, and bereavement myself. And I find that I can share my own experiences, but also have a sense of understanding of someone else who is experiencing grief. In order for a pastoral thanatologist to become certified, they usually will have a bachelor's degree in ministry, seminary, theology, etc. They are also oftentimes pursuing a master's degree with a particular thanatology certification. So basically, I think what I gathered from my research is that a pastor will have the education in theology, Bible knowledge, and religion, but then they've just got that extra education in thanatology coursework, which from what I have learned is about six different courses, and various universities offer different courses within their degree structure. In addition to the education at the master level, An internship is also required. And from the questions uh, from the FAQ or the frequently asked questions sections of a couple university websites, 
I noticed that it does not matter how many conversations or people they have cared for prior to entering this certification program. They are still required to pursue an internship following their educational portion And it usually totals between 200 to 260 hours of contact time with people who are suffering from grief or are bereaved or who are dying. Some of the courses that are specific to thanatology within this certification program are titled Spiritual Care, End of Life Care, Gender Dynamics, Cultural Dynamics, Disenfranchised Grief, behavioral, biblical, and spiritual resources. On one particular website about pastoral thanatology, a paper had been written describing this particular field, and a paragraph that caught my eye was this. A pastor must remain a silent partner without passing judgment. A pastor evaluates the mood and attitudes of the family and the dying person. The pastor attends to the emotional needs of the family. On another website, they talked about potential careers for a thanatologist who is also a pastor. A certified pastoral thanatologist can work in hospice as a chaplain or in a church as a pastor with a specialty in dying and death. They can perform funerals and also, very interestingly, work with first responders. Let that sit with you for a moment. Can you picture in your mind where it would be very helpful to have a chaplain or a pastoral thanatologist standing by with the first responders in the case of finding someone who has deceased or right there when the family is present after someone has just passed away? Think back to the, the coroner discussion that we had early on in this series, or even the medical examiner. One of those people is going to notify the family. And while they themselves have some experience in maybe not spiritual care, but in grief care, someone specially certified in pastoral thanatology could be beneficial right there on scene for whatever the needs are of the family. Looking back to that paragraph I just mentioned, the emotional needs of the family, being able to assess the mood and attitude of the people on scene, including the first responders in some cases, I would imagine, could be very, very helpful. The website gotquestions.org slash thanatology explains that much of the Bible message about death is one of comfort. Some scriptures are mentioned The Christian perspective on thanatology is that Christianity offers hope of restored relationships after death. The Spiritual Care Association's University of Theology and Spirituality describes themselves as a progressive, interdenominational, interfaith, and interspiritual institution. Spiritual care is the focus, but it's not through a particular denomination or tradition. Personally, I see chaplains following this construct. Regardless of their personal religion, they have studied many denominations and spiritual practices, which allows them to be a spiritual guide to pretty much anyone. Put this specially trained pastoral thanatologist in the setting of a person dying, 
facing their death or the bereaved family losing the one they love and the spiritual needs can be expressed and met without judgment. And then tying that in with the Christian perspective of comfort. I imagine that there can be some peace there in this effort of making someone feel comfort around the death of somebody they love or facing their own death. That's really all I have today for the spiritual or pastoral thanatology episode. I'd like to just make myself available for questions or comments about this particular episode or any others from previous uh, weeks. If you have any thoughts on that, please do just send me a note. My website information and contact information will be in the show notes and as always at the very end of this podcast. Thanks for listening today. I'm thankful you listened today. Please visit my website and drop me a question or a topic for future discussion. Also, in the show notes, you'll find any reference materials such as names or book titles that I discussed in this podcast. Until next time, folks, take care.